0: Hello, and welcome to Right Now with Ralph Martin, a podcast where author, speaker, and worldwide renewal leader, Dr. Ralph Martin, shares what the Holy Spirit is stirring up in the Church right now, words of encouragement from the Lord to strengthen you for such a time as this. We are glad you can be with us this week as we seek to encourage you for this moment in history. And now, your host, Ralph Martin. Hello, brothers and sisters. Uh, recently, I've heard some people say things like this. I'm proud to be a Catholic. And I can I can agree with that. I, I'm proud to be a Catholic, too, in the sense that uh, I'm amazed that the Lord has put me in a church that I really believe has been founded by Christ and contains the fullness of the means of salvation in a way that no other church does. It's pretty amazing. I'm not ashamed of my faith at all. I'm really happy to defend it. I'm really happy to share it with others. But sometimes I get a little feeling, and I see this as a danger in myself sometimes, uh, that Catholic appropriate Catholic pride can sometimes cloak other things that aren't good, like arrogance, like disdain for others, like uh, dismissing uh, the values that truly exist in other christian communions and churches and uh i just like to talk about that a little bit just so that we can uh, all of us uh, look to our hearts and purify our hearts so that they're 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 fully catholic and uh fully joyful about being a catholic without hiding some of the arrogance that sometimes can be there so sometimes we can uh actually use our Catholicism as a way of exalting ourselves over others in a way that isn't really in the spirit of God. You know, the scriptures really oftentimes talks about how God resists the proud, but uh, blesses and gives grace to the humble. James chapter 4 verse 6 exactly says, God resists the, the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Then 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 5, says something very similar. God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So somehow our Catholic pride has to not fall into the category of the pride that the Scripture condemns. So there's also numerous Old Testament verses that talk about how God is not pleased with the proud man or the proud woman. Jesus himself says in Matthew chapter 18 verse 3, unless you become, unless you change and become like a little child, you will not enter the kingdom of God. And one of the characteristics of little children is uh is a docility, is a receptivity, is is a, a humility of sorts. Now, the passage that I'd like to particularly draw our attention to today, though, comes from Vatican II. And it comes from the Constitution of the Church, section 14. This is what it says. It says, even though incorporated into the church, one who does not, however, persevere in charity is not saved. He remains indeed in the bosom of the church, but in body, not in heart. All children of the church should nevertheless remember that their exalted condition, and that's what we're proud about, our exalted condition results not from their own merits, but from the grace of Christ. If they fail to respond in thought, word, and deed to that grace, not only shall they not be saved, but they shall be the more severely judged. So what the council is teaching here and is teaching on the basis of Scripture is that it's possible to be a Catholic, but not be saved. It's possible to even be proud about being a Catholic and not be saved. It's possible to even be going to Mass and not be saved. It's possible to uh, to be proud about being a Catholic and not be saved if we're not responding to the gift that being a Catholic is in thought, word, and deed. That includes growing in humility, growing in love, growing in care for others, uh, growing in a humble heart, growing in service. Now, this is a pretty radical text. I think a lot of people have never heard about it before. I do talk about it periodically. But it's pretty radical to say that you can be a church-going Catholic and not be saved. You have to really respond to the gift of faith in thought, word, and deed, bringing our mind, bringing our heart, bringing our actions into harmony with God's will. Course, this is what scripture says. Jesus says in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. So it's pretty clear that saying the right words, believing the right things isn't enough. We have to really do the will of God the Father. Uh, We really have to love. That's what it's really all about. There's is also a very striking text in Jeremiah chapter seven, verses one to eleven. It comes around in the liturgical reasons, read, readings from time to time. This is what it says: "This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Stand at the gate of the Lord's house, and there proclaim this message." So basically, stand in front of church. Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah who came through these, who come through these gates to worship the Lord. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Reform your ways and your actions, and I will let you live in this place. Do not trust in deceptive words and say, this is the temple of the Lord. This is the temple of the Lord. This is the temple of the Lord. Basically say, hey, we got the temple. We're the chosen people. Everything's cool. No, if you really change your ways and your actions and deal with each other justly, if you do not oppress the foreigner the fatherless or the widow and do not shed innocent blood in this place and if you do not follow other gods to your own harm then i will let you live in this place in the land i gave your ancestors forever and ever but look you're trusting and deceptive words that are worthless will you steal and murder commit adultery and perjury burn incense to Baal, and follow other gods you have not known And then come and stand before me in this house, which bears my name, and say, we are safe, safe to do all these detestable things. Has this this house, which bears my name, become a den of robbers to you? But I have been watching, declares the Lord. Well, Jesus himself, of course, quotes this text when he cleanses the temple. He says, this is is supposed to be a house of prayer, but you've made it a den of thieves, not just in the buying and selling, but all these other Hypocritical lifestyles that sometimes go along with people who are proud of being the chosen people, or proud of being a Catholic without really living it and thought, word, and deed. So, Catholic pride has a, a has a healthy expression, but it also is, I say, even more important that we focus on Catholic humility, Catholic gratitude for the gift of being a Catholic that as Vatican II says, doesn't come through our own merits. It isn't something that we inherently deserve or earn. It's a pure gift of God, and we need to hold it in humility rather than in arrogance and proud, not use it as a way of exalting ourselves against others. So Catholic gratitude, yes. Catholic humility, yes. Catholic love, yes. Catholic kindness, yes. Catholic holiness. I'm so grateful to be a Catholic but I want to have my, my primary heart attitude uh, towards being a Catholic is, is gratitude and not arrogance. And I want to really make sure that I keep growing in humility and being able to recognize the good that is in other people, the good that's in other Christian uh, ecclesial bodies, uh, the good that's in, in, in other world religions even. And even though we, we hold firmly to the truth that, Christ is the only way to the Father, and that all people are to be called into union with him in the Catholic Church, we should respect uh, and be humble in our personal relationships with others. And this applies within the Catholic Church, too. One of the things I think really grieves the Lord is the liturgy wars, our disdain for our fellow Catholics. You know, all of us Orthodox Catholics uh, should love each other and not disdain the liturgical choices that people make that are legitimately approved by the church, you know, communion on the hand, the church allows it, praise the Lord, communion on the tongue, the church allows it, praise the Lord. Let's stop fighting over, over things like that and love each other and uh, accept that what the church permits is something that we should respect and we shouldn't be at war with each other. So uh let's really, focus on Catholic gratitude, Catholic humility, Catholic kindness, Catholic holiness, Catholic love. May the Lord help me and all of us to live this in the right way. Amen. This podcast is brought to you by Renewal Ministries, part of the Renewal Podcast Network. If you are enjoying this podcast, we invite you to help us spread the word by leaving us a rating or review, following or subscribing to this podcast or sharing on social media. Until next time, this is Right Now with Ralph Martin.